0: Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey. Uh-huh. What's up? What's the word? Uh-huh. What's going on y'all? It's your boy Cody Mack here with another episode. What's the word? I'm here in the building with the homie be. Uh, yeah.
1: V, we V in the building, man. Rock Nation Warehouse Music Group in the building
0: for a fact. It's popping, man. What's going on? with you guys? Yeah, yeah. This interview been a long time coming, man. It's been a long time coming. No, for a fact, for a fact. What? That route down here was longer. I ain't
1: gonna <laughs> lie to you. What? Traffic serious in Chicago right now. So you
0: came straight from Chicago from uh, Milwaukee. Yeah, to?
1: yeah, yeah. Straight from up there. Straight from up there. It's next door.
0: I'm thinking you was already in Iraq just in here chilling uh, to right now. So, nah. so be your first stop. You gonna go get something to eat? You, pro- you feel me? The Jerk
1: Villa. Had I had to pull i had to see what the wings is talking about you know i'm, I'm a big wing kind of sort. i had to see what the wings is talking about down here for a
0: fact this so hold on how many times have you visit chicago
1: uh I used to come out here super super often like a couple years ago i think it was probably like 2016 2017 i would okay. say like a year or so after graduation I was probably down here for like i think i spent like three four or five months down here all together left came back again for like another two three months or something like that and then i did the same thing for probably like Two, three years, I wanna say. Something like that. A lot of back and forth
0: Okay, so you say you're a wing connoisseur, so what chicken was you eating? You gotta I know you've been eating the hurried shit. Oh yeah,
1: right? we we had nah, nah, I still ain't had Heralds. I still ain't had Heralds, yo. Anybody pull me up the Harolds, man?
0: What's that what's that mean they be like on and they be like uh Tyler Correto be like boo this thing? Yo, yo, <laughs> yo boo this <laughs> <laughs> man. Okay, gotta, how you been I gotta go you to know, Harolds, no, man. Y'all
1: ain't got no hurls up there in Milwaukee. Hell no, we got uh JJ's. Yo, chill, <laughs> chill. We got JJ's. Yeah, JJ's hitting on it. But it's it's lemon yeah. pepper. It's lemon pepper. If I ain't gonna like on on the low-key, on the low-key tip in Milwaukee, it's a spot called the Milwaukee Brow House. We got Jamaican jerk, dry rub, though. It's dry rub. Man. It ain't no wet, no wet, no good wet wings. I mean they got curry and shit, but that's at this spot called Daddy's. That's like soul food. But nah, brow house, they got the best Jamaican jerk wings. I gotta bring them up here, no cap. I got to, I got to, just so y'all can see what I'm talking about.
0: I'm gonna come. We gonna come through, and I'm gonna come through and see what Milwaukee hitting on. i I've, I've never been. I never been to Milwaukee, but I always wanted to go out there and see. Oh yeah, you right?
1: gotta pull up, man. We got women. We got. I ain't gonna say we got weather. We ain't got the weather. The weather trash up there. Too much snow. That's trash. But we got the women. We definitely got the music. We got the tweakers up there. We got the sports up there. Whatever you want to see. Everything
0: up there. We got it all out there. You know what's crazy? I heard. You know, when it come to the Midwest, I've heard that it's some low key. J- Low key joints, loose, loose. oh man! i, in I be Milwaukee, trying to tell them. in Milwaukee and in the Twin Cities. If you go to Minnesota, Yo. I heard it's some, it's some. You can find you some nice women up Yo, there. Yo, for real, I be trying to tell people like, in they
1: homegrown cornbread fed. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being out of Miami, they had me spoiled for a little bit, but everybody belly buttons look the same. So it's like, alright, yeah, I'm over this shit. Yeah, you getting a lot of
0: plastic chicks out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over with. I feel like I got you in a good mood today, man. I yeah, got you man. In a good mood. So, so, um. So we got to do a formal introduction, right? Mm -hmm. So from the audience that might, from our audience that may not know you, you know, I'm talking to Huey V, you know, kid, I ain't going to say kid, but you know, you're a rising artist. we on a rise. Yeah, we on a rise. From from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you know, you signed to Warehouse Music Group, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, So like, give us a background on who you are and how you like, how you get to this point where you are today.
1: Man, consistency, consistency. But I grew up on the north side of the city, north side of the city, thirty third and Glenna, thirty second Gleaning. You'll see it on like all of my uh, my EP cover arts and stuff like that. I got you know I got to put the hood up. But I I was born on eleventh Rice Street. We did a lot of moving around the north side, so I spent some time on eleventh Rice Street. Family been on thirty third and Glenna for like seventy years type shit. Lee family, if they know the Lees, then you know them. Uh, but after that, I went to forty first of Congress, north side again. Now I'm on like 71st, 67th, like that, back in the hood, back in the hood with it. But yeah, we've been doing this music for probably like, I want to say 10 years, since I was like 14 years old, first started rapping and doing poetry at first, and then moved that over into, uh, what was he doing, like African proverbs, and shit like that. I used to do that, and that was my first time of like taking metaphors and making it way bigger than what it actually was, like, shit. So, I want to say probably like 18, I hit my first studio. Like my actual, actual first studio, because I had my own laptop. I used to record people out the crib. I used to give haircuts in the bathroom at school, whatever to get the money type shit. So boom. Eventually uh found my first studio. I did that for like a year. I had a mixtape called Give Well Song. It's not even on streaming platforms no more. I took it all down. I might put it up as like an NFT or something like that in a couple years. But did that. And eventually, I dropped a single called No Regrets, and that's what caught bleak attention. So, ever since then, there's a history.
0: Okay. All right. So, you just spoke on African proverb. proverb. What's your favorite African proverb?
1: Oh, you got me there. I, don't, I ain't going to be able to give you one off the top of my head real fast.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know it's one of mine that I always stuck out, and it was the one that said, uh, don't quote me on this, but it's like, uh, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together.
1: Mm, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking
0: about. I heard that before. So that's, that's my, that's my favorite one. It's a fact
1: too. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's a fact. It definitely is. That should take way longer. That should take way longer when you do it by yourself. And do it. And do it. And you usually fall faster. You fall faster. You gotta build some type of like kingdoms or something around you. As you see, you got Jacob, You got Puma around him. me. Got uh, Rihanna. She's a billionaire. Kanye's a billionaire. Like I'm pretty sure Cole probably gonna be on his way up there too. So B. Like, you know, you gotta put kings around you, gotta put queens around you for a fact.
0: Well, that's valid. So we as we're gonna get into that because you, you name you name dropping a little man, too early. Man. early. You name dropping a little bit too early. So we're gonna get into the transition as far as like going to uh together, right? And mm-hmm. you getting the um your team, right? So right, you just mentioned like now you were a warehouse music group and you got signed to you got signed with Memphis Bleak. That's Memphis Bleak uh joint venture with Rock Nation, right? Yeah. So Tell me a story. How that came about? Like, how did you get introduced introduced to Bleak?
1: It was through a uh, through the record, No Regrets. So, like I was saying, I had this mixtape called Get Well Soon. First, I did that independently. So after I put that out, I want to say probably like a year and a half later, on my brother's birthday, because his birthday on the fourth, I put out my song called No Regrets. I had it, but I just had a tuck type shit. like, damn, I don't know if this is it. But every time I played it to somebody, they'd be like, damn, bro, this is damn near like undeniable, like. And chills that's I think it was like the second hook. Whenever I took that bitch up on that last hook, chills every single time. And then from there, I was like, okay, cool. Maybe this is the sound that I should go for. It. It's you sh- this is the one that I connect with the most. It's the one that people like enjoy the most. So I guess I had a homegirl and she she's playing, a, uh, she's playing No Regrets, but she's playing music at a kickback type in sh- Allatown, PA. So I guess one of the ANRs from uh, either Warehouse or from Rock Nation, one of them, one of them. But if wearing a paper plane hat which most in new york where probably signed to rock nation it's probably like 300 is out in new york right now right wearing a paper plane hat shit like that you got to figure out who actually worked for rock nation or not but that hat on so i'm like all right cool he must mean serious business type shit. so he reached out to me he like he like yo da, da, um give me like six months if it if i can make something happen with you then make me a manager all right cool if don't nothing happen, then you ain't got to, uh, we can split ways, whatever. But it's all good. It's all love. So I'm like, all right, cool. Give him an opportunity. He take the record that he heard at the uh, kickback that Homegirl was playing. And he sent it out to somebody who knew Bleak. And they put the the song across Bleak's table. I want to say probably like two weeks later, he ended up giving me a call. Like, yo, shit hot, da, 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 da. I need like two more songs just to make sure this ain't no fluke. So I sent him uh, R.I.P. Benji. And after the deal, ever since then, what? And they flew me out to New York, signed the papers for Rock Nation, and they flew me out to uh, Florida, made it official warehouse. Okay. Hell yeah.
0: So let me ask you this, because um, off 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 camera we was just um, we just talking about being independent and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the damn age where every artist right now is saying like don't sign, don't sign. Everybody
1: like, want to be independent, man. Like, why did you sign, man? Why, like, you know, and you know it's crazy. I was one of them young kids who was like that too. It's like yo, I'm, I want to be independent, but then at the same time, I'll be honest with you. When the pandemic hit, I was like, all right, cool. It's either you can bet on yourself. Or you could take that long route. And in a sense, it was like, all right, cool. Taking the independent route would probably be more self-fulfilling to me like because that's always what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But in a sense, it's kind of selfish because you're seeing everybody around you go through it. So you're like, cool, I got this opportunity to change everybody's life. Either I'm going to be selfish and not take the opportunity or... I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is type. Shit. I'm gonna jump into the league. We're gonna see where it takes me. So I'm um, gonna sign the deal. Or at least I ain't gonna say I signed a deal. I started thinking about whether I wanted to even sign a deal. And I, I wanna say probably like a few months later is when it actually like went into full effect.
0: Okay. So with like what 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 made you see like yo, okay, it bleak. Is interested in, and this is you know what I mean. Where he come from, the conglomerate he come from. Mm. If he's interested, in it, what made you say, you know what? I'm gonna just take this right in and now, and not like with my options and, and go out a little further. It's
1: it's weird. It's weird. I'm I'm big on like divine timing, mm. and like I'm big on like what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, that's like how we was talking about proverbs and like metaphors and shit, and shit mm. like that. So. I Ain't gonna lie to you, I'm a bit superstitious. So, my first job, my first like actual job after I graduated and stuff like that, was at this warehouse. I used to work at this warehouse, uh, JC Penny Logistics Center. I used to work, yeah, I used to work at that. I was like probably like 19 or 18 and some shit like that. And then when I turned 19 originally, I got this pyramid tattooed on the back of my back. I got this big ass <laughs> on the back of my back. This is before I even like was like, all right, cool, I'm a I'm gonna start rapping, rapping, rap, rapping. Remember, this is my first mixtape when I did give us a soon So when they reached out to me, it was kinda like, damn, this is divine time, and I'm trying to like figure out places in my life and shit, trying to figure out my life, meaning you know, I'm going through a whole bunch of shit. And so it just it kinda just made sense. And then when I'm like, you know, just studying music and shit like that. It's it's probably smart to align yourself with such a great lineage than to just sign to a new artist that's in the moment. It's like it's like would you, if you was a basketball player, would you sign a Jordan?
0: Give me another analogy. <laughs> oh no, i, I so like, so like
1: Hove, Hove, is kinda like Hove and Bleak is kinda like Jordan in my in my head. Rock Nation is like Jordan. Everybody try to get to the rock chain, try to uh, Rockefeller, da Everybody wouldn't do that. Everybody wouldn't do that. So it's kinda like if Hove is Jordan, it's kinda like signing to, to Jordan and shit. It's like, yeah, that's what it kind of feel like.
0: It's just the smartest play. I get you. I wouldn't say signing the Jordan because if you know basketball, Jordan makes the worst. Uh, he's he makes the worst executive decisions when when outside of him. It happens, <laughs> man. It happens. He makes the worst executive decisions. But uh, talent wise, he the best. I get uh. that. Um, so I get it. So you you over there? You signed the Rock Warehouse. Y'all doing y'all thing. You you in the dough. So um, what has been? Some of the best advice have you um you've given uh Bleak have given to you since you've been there.
1: Best advice I got from Bleak, really to stay true to myself, to be honest with you, like not to try and take up somebody like sound and like that, because you might have a sound, but it just might not be the time for it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, you know, people aren't necessarily ready for what you are giving out at the moment. It's kind of like when Kanye first dropped, 808 and Heartbreaks. I'm be honest with you, I probably didn't even listen to that album until damn, now that I think about it like three years ago. That's my first time I listened to always on her Race was like three years ago because it auto tune it's too auto tuned out. But now you look at the culture, the sound people told T Pain he was trash when he first came out. Now everybody sounds like T Pain, so I get that from
0: you because mm-hmm. I listen, I listen to your music. I can get it, I can tell that you're not really, uh, yeah, I ain't following you ain't, no trends. Yeah, you, ain't, you ain't following the trends, yeah. Hey, I, I just
1: on? let my creativity push me wherever it can possibly go. Tight, I like to create with a clean canvas. The people that like inspire me is like. Kendrick. And then when you look at his albums, none of them necessarily sound exactly the same outside of like the sense of uh how he takes his approach metaphorically. Every time you listen to it, it's not something that you could just listen to at first point. You might have to look at it from, from a couple angles. People's looking listening to the damn uh the damn album and listening to it backwards, saying, like, oh yeah, this might da-da-da. But to be honest with you, I don't even think that. Doing that shit on purpose. I think it's just got to a point where like if you put out music and it can be so widely interpreted to the it, sometimes it'll take over itself. It's like people are trying to figure out your shit and that's not even what you mean. I watch it happen to me. Tell me what my lyric mean, and he wasn't even there for it. Like that type of shit is crazy, 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 crazy.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think people understand like you have really zero control of how the people gonna interpret At it. Oh what? Like, At once, all? It, once it leaves and goes out. Like, you have no control of how people Mm -hmm. interpret it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I I
1: think that's kind of how we connect with, like, the world, in a sense. It's like, you know, something may mean something to me necessarily, but it might hit harder for somebody else because they might have went through it a little bit more, like, you know, intact with what I'm exactly saying. Or it might just be I'm recanting on some shit that I've already felt in the past, and somebody's going through it right then at that moment. I've had
0: that happen sometimes, too. That's about it. i would say um all right so we were just you're just talking about the art and once it like um, once the art leaves out and how people receive the art right mm. um how do you create like what's your creative process when creating this art
1: i honestly it's i don't even do much i'm gonna be honest with you i don't even do much like when I zone in, I zone in. But that's just because like I'm super, super, super into f- literature and shit like that. So that's really the only thing I care about. But in order for me to get in my vibe, I just need I need a big-ass blunt. I need a big-ass hey. blunt. I need a core water. I need two licorice, the red ones, not the black ones. If you got the black ones, it's like, it's like wearing black Air Force. I can't trust you. I can't trust you if you eat black licorice and shit like that. <laughs> and maybe like people from Miami know. Or actually, they, they up north now, too. I don't know if y'all got them. Y'all, y'all know what Voodoo Chips is? Who? Voodoo Chips. Oh, what? Okay, oh, okay, okay. Oh, so if you ever go down to my Miami or your next trip to Florida, wherever, because they might have them, like, throughout the, the whole state. Some shit called Voodoo Chips. Kettle Corn. I think it's like, ah, I can't even explain the flavor, bro, but I heard this story that it came from the prisons originally. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a prison snack, but it was so good that it made it to the outside, type tried that shit for the first time. I was like, yo, this shit trash. And about my third time having it, I'm like, oh, yeah, every time I stop to the gas station, nah, I gotta get some voodoo chips
0: and shit like that. It's, you, it's, what's they say? Right. Institutionalized. Brother. Institutionalized. <laughs> what? Yeah. On the outside house, uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, my pops, man, shout out to my old man. My, my pops went to jail and, and it's, just, it's just dip that they make in jail. Right, right, yeah. Be <laughs> <He, laughs> making that shit. To this day. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> 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 Institution Institutionalized shout out to it's my old man. Line, now. Bro. <laughs> but now nah, that's to try them chips. And you say either the chips and the blunt, you're gonna come yeah, home with a Chips hit. and the blunt coming home with a hit. You are go home with yeah, a hit. Yeah, no fan. When I also wanna come down and create music, um, you mentioned well it, it was mentioned in the in, in the interview that uh you wanna start your career off by not needing the cosign. Like it'd be easy yeah. to be like to oh yeah, I got oblique, I'm gonna go down the hole. No, you, it, it's easy for an executive like uh that with that much uh resources to just start calling in and getting to get yeah. you. You high. know what?
1: You know what, yo, it's it's weird because like at first I wanted to start off. I'm not gonna say at first I wanted to start off. I did start off without the cosign, but that's usually how it is. You kinda just gotta show and prove back you type shit. But I always had like the, like Bleak could tell me, hey, yo, he uh, Jay just called, said after this was his first song. I remember the first, I'm uh, not first, but favorite song. I remember the first time that I uh, recorded the shit and sent it into him and they was getting it mixed and mastered. He said that boy called him like hype about the shit because Guru staying in the basement just, you know, in, in a cave, in a dungeon basically mixing all the records. And shit. So he makes the records in the house. So as they're, you know, walking through the crib, walking through the basement, they get to hear the records being mixed before anybody else hears them. So... I guess he called Bleak and was like, "Yo, after the deal is that sh-. mind you, that's fire, that's fire, that's fire, that's fire." But of course, every artist would want to be placed on one of them playlists just so that people could see it. You ain't necessarily gotta say, "Hey, yo, he up next." Yeah, you ain't gotta do that. you know, like, "Hey, yo, he up next." Blah, blah, blah. But just acknowledge that it, that's happening and just watch the world go.
0: hope put you on, on his Jay- on his playlist? Nah, but. I'm waiting on it. You waiting on it? I'm waiting on it. I'm, right. I'm waiting on it.
1: And I know he watching.
0: Right. Yeah, I know he watching. I'm gonna get into that too because, like I say, like when you got an executive like Bleak, like he can go down through a, a whole list of, like, because you know how a lot a lot of these guys when they when they got the artists it's like the easiest way to blow an artist up is just like you'll have all their homies that got clout tag how how they do the features. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Post I, it. I call that shit social engineering.
1: I ain't gonna lie to you. A lot of music that people be listening to is just. Off of like, like what you said, it's not necessarily that like actually like the song. It's just a whole bunch of that they like, like this song. That's how I felt about, I'll give you an example. The the Rob 49 Lil Baby record. Like when I first heard that shit, it's like, yo, what is this, bro? Like what the is this? This shit super trash. Eat, 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 It's probably my fourth or fifth time listening to that shit. It's Stuck in my brain. I probably listened to that shit like a hundred times in the past like month. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's like that, just social engineering. I think I seen the same thing with uh, who was it? I think it might have been ESTG. I think when he first got signed, you started seeing him like with, with Gotti he can. You see 42 Doug throw him up, you might see Baby throw him up, you see Moneybag Yo throw him up, and now he's the next, you know, frenzy, craze and shit like that. You start to slowly see the same thing with um, what's homie name? He just dropped a song with Drake. He gonna keep popping up with Drake though. Watch, it's gonna keep happening. You are gonna keep popping up with Drake. Sometimes they 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 learn formulaic ways of placing people in front of you to make sure that they take off. It's not mm. necessarily the crap. I learned that, so I don't need to take it personal. And,
0: uh, for real. So is is it is it is it that that you don't you don't want to do it that way, or that's just not have it been hasn't been presented to you?
1: Nah, it's it's, it's always presented. They pre, they present it all the time. They don't. I wouldn't say that the label
0: don't necessarily want to see
1: people coming from like the Midwest because it ain't a market, but that's definitely a thing. I don't necessarily think that it's not a market. I just think that they haven't tapped into it the way that they know that they can or that they don't know that they can. I don't think they really necessarily know what's really, really, really going on out here. They'd rather take somebody from the Midwest and move them outward. I'd rather bring the world into my world. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I like that, and that's and that's kind of one of the main reasons why uh, this platform, what's the word, is here because it's like uh, we don't have no main voice in Chicago, yeah. we don't have no main voice for the Midwest period, like mm. Milwaukee, St. Louis, Indianapolis, all them. Like to be honest with you, the all the world, Chicago is the major city in in this market. Yeah, so it's yeah. not. That's like, a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Any, anytime any any major artists come out and shit like
1: that, they 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 touchdown in Detroit. And Michigan and shit like that. But Michigan is a little, uh, you know, it's a little finicky. It touched down in Wisconsin, but Wisconsin don't really got the crowd pull out like Chicago would. And Chicago is like one of the birthplaces of hip-hop outside of like New York. So it would make sense. And y'all got the big-ass pavilion, stadium downtown. I just learned that y'all the third biggest state in the states right now. Well, not state, but uh, third biggest city in the states. So, yeah, it do make sense. It makes sense to be in the hood. You got Kanye. You already got like... I say, I say, I say, I say. Chicago has like, Chicago has, has history already built into it. Mm. So y'all kind of got like, y'all got foundations for absolutely everything. It's just a matter of figuring out how to bring that shit all together again. If y'all could get people to view y'all like how they would view somewhere warm, then it'd be popping just like how New York was popping before Atlanta kind of stole
0: everything. You no, know, I think. Uh, that's gonna be a hard task. Um, but I think it's achievable. Um I think the, the I think people scared of shy. That's what I think it is. No cat. Scared to the People scared of <laughs> the shy. Scared to the man. But they need somebody to be a guide and give them a visual on what's really going on here. But mm-hmm. in the, even in the sense of the whole Midwest, I feel like if of course the the, the market of Detroit is not um, I wouldn't say strong enough or Wisconsin's not strong enough for St. Louis, and so mm-hmm. not, not strong enough. But you got somewhere like Chicago that can like bridge all them gaps. It's the it's the hub. Yeah, it can be the hub, and you can go do stuff here. Everybody mm-hmm. do here, and that's been always been my dream. It's nah, like, like let's filter the Midwest artists through it all because. Facts, facts, facts. If you get popping here, you gonna go now. You are gonna do a show in Detroit? You ain't gonna get money. You that's go to exactly Wisconsin. what I keep saying. Like right.
1: I lot of with, with me coming back to my city, so uh, like I, I I'll say at least. At this point in my career, because it's kind of like a real impugnable point in my career. It's kind of like show and prove time. Like, mm-hmm. If it don't work out now inside the city, then it's going to be real hard to convince the label that it's possible to make this happen. So people may not see like how much how much I really weigh on my mother's shoulders, but before my might agree with your decision to do something, sometimes you got to prove that you can actually possibly do it. So when I told them like, I'll come back, it was like... I'm, I'm not just thinking about Milwaukee because if I could get some shit to take off up here, then i would probably be able to move my way into Chicago and work with both of them. If I could get two of them, I know I'm gonna get Detroit. That's just how the cities work. They're very influential off of each other. Type of shit. Right now, Milwaukee sound like Milwaukee sound like Detroit. Damn near like like little brother. I need a cat. Like we sound exactly like right now. But it was a point in time where everybody wanted to be Chief Q. I remember that. Shit. Vividly, everybody, same dress, the Aeroposto, all that. Yeah. I know y'all remember the Aero Phase, yeah, all that. Yeah. I remember it, they wanted to be Chicago, or at least the, the sound of the music was very reflective off of it. I remember when he first started dropping like that, it was getting turned up inside of the city too. It was real dangerous. I remember that. It's, everything is very reflective off of the music. And I think whichever one has the main post of the culture is whatever Milwaukee is going to sound like. So I know if I could get one of these cities, the other one is gonna have to follow. Milwaukee might be the last one, which f- is up, hey, It might be the last one.
0: And you know, it's this cat named Smino. You know, you heard of Smino? I f- him, you know. Smino Smino. Yeah. from St. Louis, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't even know he's from St. Louis. See, he came, he came to the rack and he got a lot of buzz. I got a lot yeah. of relationships, like he, his manager's from Chicago. Shout out to Chris Classic, that's mm-hmm. my boy. Um, oh, shit,
1: Chris Classic, yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, yeah, I was just kicking him not too long ago. Yeah, All right, so I f- Chris, yeah,
0: that's my boy. Good, mm-hmm. amazing guy. Um, but. Going back and making it a hub, I I don't think no artist. I feel like when you got a city like Chicago, when it's surrounded by cities like Milwaukee with amazing talent and culture, with Detroit with amazing talent and culture, with Minneapolis like it's so much culture Mm -hmm. in these different cities. Um, it just comes down down to resources. But like I said, yeah, if you if you you hustle the hub like like what you're doing right now, like I'm sure I'm going Chicago. Then let's say you know what. I'm gonna go to Indianapolis and do a, do some press and do some shake some hands out there with the yeah, DJs. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go up there. Like, if you do do that, I feel like uh, you can make it here because the difference between, and like, let me know if I'm going on the spiel, I'm gonna bring it home. No, you good, you good, you good. <laughs> <laughs> if you can make it here, it's different from going to New York, because New York is one city. But if you mm-hmm. think about it like this, if you do the Midwest, it's so much money to get in the West because now you got all these cities. Bruh, bruh. I keep trying to explain.
1: I keep trying to explain. No cap. And I ain't going to lie It's a lot of politicking when it comes to New York. New York is very, I don't want to say, oh, yeah, New York bias. Yeah, New York is very New York bias. But I, it's just in the culture of the people. In New York is very, like, prideful. Like that. So if you're not from the city, then you got to know somebody from the city in order to really thug your way through that. Like for real, for real. From from being from Milwaukee, Chicago has always been my number like two or number one like top streaming fan base, mm-hmm. which has always been surprising to me because this is before I really was like spending time in Chicago. So it's super interesting. And then Milwaukee was always like number ten. And then eventually in me going out to Miami and traveling out to Atlanta, you start to see Milwaukee rise up the list. So I, I know for a fact it's off of the influence of other people. And we don't necessarily have resources, so we got to see it popping somewhere else in order to view it as an actual thing. It might be like, I think it's crabs in a barrel mentality type, shit. like because we from the same. It's like how do from the same hood get this shit popping like this? And we have the same resources and tools and shit like that, so they're less likely to see or want to see it take off. Sometimes you want to see it, like even my in my DMs and on my uh, comments all the time from my city like that. Like, yo, I da, 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 keep going for the city. Da, da, keep going for the hood. But every once in a while, if I pop up on my and say cheese or DJ academics or some shit like that, it's, oh, we ain't never seen that. Ah. And I'll be confused. I spent damn near all my life there. If you don't know who I am, they, that should be the problem with you. No cap. You went outside or something. Something don't make sense. No cap. That's Some just, don't make
0: that sense. Just, that just be the people be tweaking. Wait, That's just, why I don't read comments. I don't read comments. That's it's, my rule. Stay off the internet. It's always gonna be haters. That now is. I want I want to unpack your uh, your crabs and the barrel mentality um, mm-hmm. statement because I don't think it's a crab and a barrel. just you gotta understand your market, right? Because people try to say that about the rat. But but then again, I got people, I got homies, my homeboy from Florida's name, Roger Roger LaRue. I can't fucking up his name. Mm-hmm. But he's from Orlando. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My homie. Um, and he was telling me like, yo, Chicago so tough because he, he put it in perspective to me like Chicago is the only, uh, he was like, he Chicago Every time he comes to Chicago, he realized Chicago is the only place he been to that played local arts. He like he like, he like y'all, he like y'all listen key. to my bad Y'all listen to people from Chicago before mm-hmm. y'all listen to anybody. Like y'all mm-hmm. be sitting around. It'd be local people in Chicago that y'all just be listening to. Mm-hmm. Y'all like the song. And that gets me to, that just got me thinking like, Y'all support y'all we, artists. We, we we support our artists, mm-hmm. but people don't understand. Chicago just support good music.
1: Which is key. You gotta make the, yo,
0: I be saying that, I be saying that, I be saying that. But
1: I don't know, bro, it's, it's interesting. You can make good music, but sometimes it's just not the temperament of the culture. So they don't, but that's they your don't recognize it just yet. Or they might listen to your shit and your not system. even realize like it's it's you, they might think you're from somewhere else. I get that a lot, too. They like might listen to my music and be like, damn, dog, I thought you was from, like, Atlanta, or I thought you was from, like, blah, 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 wherever the f*** it may be, type shit. But it's it's just the I try not to sound so closely related to the people that's directly next to me, because that sound is so a- oversaturated in my city type shit. So in doing that, it kind of secludes you, too. So, like, you the outcast, but you have some type of success. I got the cosign, I got the, you know, from Bleak and shit like that. I've been on tour with State Property, I've been on tour with quote unquote Rockefeller and shit like that. I've done these things, I've been on my own shows, I done did shit with Millie's, uh, uh, Jaded Kiss artists, shit like that. I done did my own shows, I did this. But, but because I don't have a certain type of sound, I still get the, hey, when you gonna make that, when you gonna make a Milwaukee type of, because uh, that's what we do. We like to rap out our cars and shit. Uh, but they, they, they're acts, but without that type of sound, sometimes you won't necessarily get that back into of that push.
0: So I'm gonna use some gyms real quick, right? Mm, so um, I wanna use my, my brother Chance for example, right? So anybody know Chicago? They know Chicago is segregated. We segregated by our culture. We segregated by by, by races. Like it's a real segregated city. Hmm. Um, and even with the music, right? So what we had on the south side of Chicago, certain artists they can be popular, but they won't really get no love like that. Like yeah. the kids out here ain't listening listening to you. You gotta have certain. Yeah, it's a, it's just a. I don't. It might be a content thing. Yeah. It might be a content, content thing. It. Yeah. But a person like Chance, even with Chance, you know what I'm saying, Chance, don't kid me, like, because I got any interview you, you coming with soon. Um, a person <laughs> like Chance, um, uh, it might be certain hoods in the city, neighborhoods in the city of Chicago, where no one's listening to his music, right? Mm. But Chance brand and his market so much, how he marketed himself, mm. is that people love him, right? So sometimes they don't even have, sometimes within your city, you don't even have to lead with the records. Sometimes you could just lead with people Shoot. So that's what I was gonna say too. So maybe in Milwaukee, it may not be that you need to lead with like um having them f you because of the music. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that just might your sound might not just be what's going it's on. It's just
1: not the sound type. Right. It. It's not it's not that the the content ain't there because the content, content is the city, it's just not the the sound Damn. necessarily. People were more so like I've been compared to like say like Roddy Rich. I've been compared to like Polo G. I've been compared to cold before. So, I it's it's more of a worldly sound than a, a, a local sound. I say that. But the content is there. So, whenever they peek into it, they were like, oh, Lil Bro going crazy. But it's just not that dominant, <laughs> that, you know, you might, that BPM. But might. at the same time, I feel what you're saying. That's why I be trying to set up. Like, right now, I'm trying to set up some with G's haircuts. So, like, when the kids get ready to go back to school, they get school supplies and haircuts so they can go back feeling fly, you know, in case their parents can't necessarily take care of it because out here hustling right now like it's bad we right off of the pandemic i think right now house that what, what's that called the housing uh housing uh what's that shit called we, we just went through it not too long ago where the housing something collapsed i can't remember the
0: name of it though
1: but the prices of the housing market or something like
0: that i think i only something know what you're talking about it, it
1: looked like a depression out here
0: yeah the real estate yeah. depression yeah. recession
1: Feel like depression out right here right yeah, now. Yeah. So it's we be trying to help out as much as we possibly can. If if not do that, then I just try to show love to whatever local artists I possibly can, show love to the clothing brands. I got caviar right now. Yeah, it's kinda hard. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. South Ridge. Homie did like uh I think he did a little stretch inside the pheasant and came out, got his own store, went to South Ridge, which is the South Side, predominantly white neighborhood and shit like that. So to see somebody from my side of the hood type shit make that it happened. Yeah, yeah i, I need to them. show support oh i got you i got you, I got you. you. One one wait. Joints. Wait, wait i'm gonna have him send them in Send them joints. yeah in. Some promo on the show. i got
0: you i got you i need one of them joints we kind of fly but that's that, that's just me like i i think um even with like how we built what's the word here in chicago like mm. when we start when we support the culture and we support the city like the people support us so, so airport, and, airport. And, and then it's then it's like all getting and then y'all got content now too yeah huh? now the content yeah. It's good. So it maybe be the same thing with the music because it ain't even really because you're talented. So you gotta tap way. into the streets. Yeah, but it's, sometimes it's just more so the politics of like me. You know what I mm-hmm. with Huey, Huey, I'm gonna say a fool named Huey V I fuck with everything he got going on. So anything he do, I'm gonna support it.
1: Exactly. That's what we are trying to get. We trying to make the city fall in love with us. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then the music gonna come. You know what I mean? The content gonna come. That part, it's always gonna exist. They, they'll find it. That's why I
1: said I, I always put out the content, even if the even if the numbers ain't necessarily all the way there the way that I would like them to be. I know when they double back around and they peep it, cause they're gonna hear it all at the same time. Whenever they discover me, they hear the rest of the music at the same time. I know I know these people gonna fall in love with me. I got I probably say my first my first EP I can say for a fact is a classic, seven for seven. No misses on okay. Sometimes I like my first EP more than I like my second EP just cause it's it's more street, it's more gutter, it's more raw, authentic. But the second one, the second one make you smile and make you vibe. Like, you can't play the first one at a at a kickback. Like you can't do it. It's the whole vibe of everybody go, start crying and shit like that is bad. But the second one is make you want to pop a bottle. Like, make you want to go crazy for a fact.
0: Okay. So what is, what is what are you doing to push your music? Like I know we talked about independent talking about the label. We talked about press runs through the market, but like what are you doing to like push it? Like what 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 are some tips or what do you feel like you could be doing better to help Ooh, push it to get those I, notes? I say
1: I say one of the things that I learned is probably like most important is like street team work, yo, like being on the floor, actually pulling up on these DJs, shaking their hands, letting them know, da, 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 coming out of support. Even if you're not necessarily pushing your record that first time that you're going to meet them, just yeah. to go up there and show love, let them know who you is, and let them know you, like, you know, feel your presence like that. Eventually, maybe about the second time or something like that, you might slip them a record. Third time around, you might be performing. Fourth time around, he just going to give you the mic after he give you the shout out like that because you're going to show love so many times. Now he might show up to these events. He reposting your shit up on Instagram. You got to make sure you show love to get love. I learned that for a fact. You gotta show love to get love for a fact. Facts. Okay,
0: okay. All, mm-hmm. right. All right. So we when we going we gonna double back to your hometown real quick, right? Mm-hmm. So um, you spoke on in the interview trailer and in EP trailer, the So Below trailer. You say first two weeks in Miami, the whole got shot up. Yeah. Nah, that's I can't I can't even talk
1: too much about it, but. Yeah, no, no, we, we was trying to shoot a video, but, you know, just running around the north side, north side of uh, in Miami and shit like that. Um shit get crazy, bro. It just get crazy. I said it, get crazy, but we was in some, uh, we was in a project that we used to occupy a, a lot more often back in the days, but, you know, New York is young, it's turnt. They don't know nothing. They don't know no faces, no names, no nothing type of shit, but, you know, one of the big homies ended up coming through and you put that shit to, you know, our heart real quick. But
0: happened in Miami. Yeah. I'm thinking you, I'm, I'm, in, in, and that's crazy in my head. When I heard it, I'm like, yo, you was in, you left my, you left me in Milwaukee to go to Miami. And then, like, yeah. you heard about some that happened. Like, damn, I
1: nah, been nah. I, I, this isn't my first two weeks of going to Miami. So I leave Milwaukee thinking, like, all right, cool, safe and safe. I <laughs> leave the city, pop up in uh, Miami. Same bullshit. Same bullshit. I mean, but it's just like the crib. Miami, like, my second career, So it really went too far from like
0: the mm. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Mo Milwaukee. I wanna I wanna tackle you talk about the sound that y'all got on there because not only you coming out of there right now, you got uh shorty that sound of QC Lakia. She from out there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she going crazy. She I going f- her, I f- her for a fact. So like um is it do y'all got like any type of collab or y'all got a type nah, of relationship? We, we ain't got
1: no type of collab, but I ain't gonna lie to you for like the past month. Somebody been going crazy in her Instagram lives. Like every time she get on Instagram live, I see my name in her mentions like a hundred times. Like yo, you need a record with I you need a record with I So I probably won't put the word in, but eventually, I know she probably heard about heard about the music. She had to. She had to. Somebody had to slide across the table at some point in time. Somebody. Because anytime you got somebody else that's moving like that, that's actually signed outside of the city, if you not acknowledging them, then you damn near blind. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's a dangerous place to be in. It is a dangerous place
0: to be in. Hmm. Okay. I'm definitely um because that's like she ain't nothing but like a uh a personal way. So I'ma definitely um I say a personal way, she's nothing really nothing but a personal way to get in contact with her. When I holler at my people, so I'm gonna definitely make got Yeah, make, make that happen, man. to make that happen. This Tell is all
1: QC, pay attention to the city, man. Pay attention to the city. I,
0: you know what it is? Um, I think a lot of a lot of like going a lot of these labels and a lot of these execs not even from it because the person you sign and be, doing business with he from New York, mm-hmm. so he don't don't know sh- about don't know nothing. About, so it's it's up there.
1: to it's up to me to try and involve my city in as much as I possibly can. So that's why we doing such a push for it and stuff like that because you see you see it all the time where might get signed from the city, but they'll it don't even be the artist every time. But it's just naturally that they'll sway you away from what kind of made you in a sense, in order to take you into what people would think is the next level because they like to see evolution, just naturally. But in secluding yourself, sometimes you turn your back and you can lose your
0: core support. It's like building a pyramid without the f- stomach to it. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do on my end. I'm gonna try to do what I can to uh I'm, I'm gonna try I'll to let
1: him make that. Sh- Happen. tap in what the, yeah i love to make that happen i've been talking in.
0: about it for the longest for the longest for the longest mm-hmm. tap. Yeah. i want to try to tap in and connect y'all and i just want to i really want to try to support a lot of these local uh surrounding cities uh to get into these artists platforms mm-hmm. you know, i know it's talent there and if people start what? It's, it's more.
1: Some rapping they lives away right now no cap what going to jail taking risk all types for this Nah, right.
0: Definitely because it's some like I think it's a, a lot of talent in the D. I like the D. Like a lot of the guys that's hot in the D right now, people told me about. I'm pretty sure I've never been to Milwaukee, but I'm pretty sure some, is, it's It's it's, fuck it's, fuck it's rappers everywhere, it's music everywhere. Everywhere. You know it's it's so many of them in Detroit, though. I ain't a gonna lie to you. It's so many rappers in time, Detroit, man. What? It oh, yeah, is time hey, yeah, you're right. It's <laughs> right, time. Yeah, Like yeah, before. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to think, people, Chicago people used to go up there to get signed. <laughs> I, I, heard <laughs> a, I heard a theory that
1: that, like, that off-swing, like, flow come from, like, Jay Dillon.
0: Mm.
1: Man, like, the beat pattern, the way that they fall on their beat patterns like that. Jay Dylan. Mm. That's a theory. And they don't even know that. They don't even know that. I don't even think they know that. They
0: just know it's working. Yeah, that
1: working. <laughs> working. Okay, I'll be in the car, uh,
0: uh, uh, rapping my out. I ain't gonna lie to you. They just know it's working. So... Now, to, to try to like to go into a more serious matter, right? Um, mm-hmm. so right now, we in the state, we just we talked about the recession, we talked about the economy, we just talked about what it is to just be black and just in poverty here mm-hmm. in, in America right now. I know recently you had a lot of police brutality, I think, around your way in Kenosha, Wisconsin. That's sh- all bad. It's
1: it's weird because, like, from a when it's put on the news, that it seems like so much worse than what I actually be thinking it is. It's up it's up it's up because i'm so used to seeing this shit. it's almost just like natural damn it's up. like natural just law and order with like how the residents and milwaukee police kind of view each other when you see it posted across the news and it's just like damn you see kind of how big they making it's like damn it happening in the city all the time they be whooping peanut ass every fucking hey, week like what if, hey, if it was a camera what they be whooping ass i ain't even a lot set all types What's that? I'm not even gonna say too much because I be there all the time. But they stay set. What crazy? It's crazy. It's bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. But I, I remember my first time seeing. Uh, I can't remember what his name was. It might have been like Jalen Walker or something like that. But I think it happened in like Racine or something like that. A couple a uh, couple cities like down south from this type. Of shit. But they stay shooting it over there. Like it's, it's it's just it's natural culture. It's kind of like the it's kind of like. Wisconsin remind me of, of Florida, for real. Wisconsin remind me of Florida, like to the T. But it's just it's different. It's like the South has like more open racism because you know. There's, I think Florida was like one of the last places to let go to slaves. It was either Florida or Virginia or something like that. One of those, I like, yeah, it was one of those. But, but. The culture of it is a lot more open than it would be up north, because that's kind of where the underground railroad led up to. So, just naturally, you're you're looking at more tamed racism type shit. It's hidden behind the face. I always say like Republicans, uh, Republicans, that call you a nigger to your face. Democrats uh, take an interview with you, let you come in. Oh yeah, I love that. Oh amazing hair. The, like you know, shit like that. And then as soon as you leave, call you a and then throw your application out like that's the difference between it, but it's the exact same thing.
0: Mm. That's crazy, man. Because crazy, like because I know when like the whole Jacob Blake situation that was like real big in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Then the white boy Kenosha, Carolina. yeah, that's
1: where it was at. Yeah, Kenosha giving it up, racing giving it up. You can hear the name racing and races out there. Okay,
0: <laughs> so what is some of the what was some did you have any uh, wild run-ins with the police in your upbringing?
1: Yeah, mine was in West Dallas. My, my, probably my worst incident was in West Dallas. They pulled up with me. I had a whole bunch of shit in my whip that I shouldn't have had in my whip. That I didn't have in my whip. But they was trying to pull out the whip. Like, what? I'm telling you, like, four or five squad cars pull up, pull you into the side? Because you got a bad ticket. Or, or like, the uh, the sticker. The the fucking, the year. I ain't had a sticker on my shit. I sticker. Yeah, I ain't had that. What? That shit was going all bad. Trying to drag me on my car all tights so and shit. But yeah, no, I don't have I've been stopped on a plethora of occasions just for being walking while black. I say that. Walking while black, that's the thing. Driving while black. Like, yeah, it's a habit. It's a
0: habit. Mm. what do you think? Um uh how do you feel like you're gonna use your platform to uh to bring awareness or try to bring some type of change to that? Um
1: only thing that you could really do is like you can encourage people to vote. Mm. Yeah. Think- it didn't work. Voting, yeah, well, even if it don't, I'm not going to say it, like that it don't work because I don't want to encourage people not to just in case it do, But do I really believe that voting actually works? Hell no, nah, hell no. Nah. But I also think that they do so much to make sure it don't. I think the, the idea and the system is so, yeah, it's supposed to. It's supposed to. It's, all right, I right, and no, no. It's supposed to work like that. But at the same time, like redlining and shit like that, so that kind of makes things hard. They got gentrification, you moving people out their area your codes, you are making it hard for people to get to 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 vote in booths, and shit like that. You are making it even more impossible p- for people to vote. I think it's a point in time where it's like if you ain't have no ID, you couldn't do it. Like they will purposely make things very difficult for you. I think they uh, it was a point in time where I think it was during the pandemic they shut down all the uh, the booths except for like two of them had everybody in the middle prime time covid prime time covid just sitting in line waiting but it was only in like urban neighborhoods if you know what i mean
0: like that right it's, it's interesting it's interesting mm. what would you say is the biggest like uh uh social uh i want to say social economic social like dilemma or struggle within your city like i know chicago is the, the quote-unquote gun violence What would it be out there Kia Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Kia Boys. What? Kia Boys. All right, so,
1: so, and I, I shouldn't even be telling, like, the world about the Kia Boys, because, like, Kia Boys is bugging right now. But the Kia Boys is, like, a group of, like, pre-teenage, like, kids who steal Kias and Hyundais. Had a documentary not too long ago, like, they asked him, like, yo, so, uh, do you feel bad about, like, you know, stealing people's cars and they might be uninsured so they can't get their shit fixed? He was like, hey, you you driving without insurance? Illegal, you should be on under- a yeah, they have no remorse, bro. They have no remorse. These Keys savages, what Kias and Hondas, yeah, Kias, Honda. But that is crazy. I, I give y'all a little game and they're gonna be hot at me for this. And they saw up. But if you got a Kia or a Hyundai and you got your car charger in your whip, your good is good as gone. Okay, take your car chargers out. I'm not gonna tell y'all why, just take the car chargers out, leave them 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 out. Leave them out. Leave them out. Leave them out. What. Freaking havoc on the city right now! I swear to God, probably like I seen some report that said like halfway through the year they stole like fifty five hundred and like five thousand kids, or some shit, like some astronomical crazy ass number because we a small ass city. So it's like why y'all keep still buying these same damn cars, knowing they taking these damn
0: cars. Why do they want them cars?
1: To wrap them out, you know. Every time you uh, 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 when y'all see me do that, shit, so it's it's some shit that they do in the city where it's like Nick, they call it baseline and it's shit that like a take your whip. And literally just the whole suspension system up. Like for no reason. For no reason. like your whole suspension system up. Like hit corners hard as the wrapping out hitting poles. It's just, I don't know. It's an adrenaline thing that they got.
0: But it's super up because like out of all the cars, you wanna get a kill.
1: Bruh, bruh, Not even that. Not even that. Like I I just be putting into terms like, all right, cool. It's a it's a quick moment of fun for them. But Somebody moms ain't finna make it to work tomorrow. Like on some real shit. Not somebody rent ain't finna get paid. Not somebody pops gotta go out there and go risk his fucking life again. Cause stole his whip and you 14 years old for 30 seconds of satisfaction. Like it's up. That's crazy. <laughs> kill boys, man. Shout Stop what my, y'all doing. <laughs> shout out to the kill boys,
0: man. Uh, <laughs> so um uh, the after the deal record, yeah. was was recorded before you got a deal.
1: It was recorded right after he called me. It was like, "Hey yo, I need two more records, otherwise, like, da da da." da. So when he called me, he was like, "Yo, I, I you, but it's just ah." So it's kind of like me speaking, and 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 prophecy. But it's weird, bro. I say it all the time. The more that I listen to it now, the more that that shit resonate with me more than at that moment. But yeah. it was such a. That moment was such an impunitive moment for me because it was like, damn! Off that one phone call, that could have not had even been bleak. It could have been absolutely anybody. I ain't never heard bleak voice before, but just off of getting getting that opportunity set a fire in me that like, I don't know, bro. I was on one for a good minute.
0: What's, but, been, what's been some crazy shit that or awesome that you was like, man? It was making this Was signing the deal even worth it?
1: Um. Sometimes sometimes you'll get frustrated just off of like, like As Above, So Below is supposed to be originally like a mixtape with 14 songs and two bonus tracks, 16 all together like that. That's going to be my first mixtape. Like Hot Cold had like um, Friday Night Lights. That's originally what I wanted to do, put out that one classic ass mixtape. And then that way I could chill for a little bit if I wanted to. But I have a big enough body of work. To be able to understand how my brain works in spectrums of placing certain songs next to each other, sequencing, storytelling, all of that. I feel like signing a deal makes, they make your kind of mainstream. So they take away the full, like, the full aspect of how you're supposed to receive necessarily all of the music. But then at the same time, it's like, okay, cool, we're, we're pacing because, you know over saturating the rap game like by far i think little baby dropped a, a mixtape area of the month like bad it's bad i hear bad. i hear little baby yeah. I,
0: I i like your honesty i want to say that about yourself i like your honesty i like how you break down how you view certain situations and it's not coming off it's like you hating it all no nah, you, you just I'm learning. you just learning, and you just yeah. see how it is so i like that i like how transparent you are with like you studying the game and seeing what's going on mm. Talk about that's maturity I like that. So young guru mixed his whole EP, right?
1: Mm, first and second one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he smoked, he
0: smoked what
1: he smoked that first one. I ain't gonna lie, he smoked that shit. He smoked that shit. I still ain't necessarily listened to my entire EP for my second one just yet. Cause okay. sometimes I make it and I wanna I wanna appreciate it at the same time that other people are appreciating it. So I get the whole mixing process done and then listen to like the first five to ten seconds and be like. Okay, okay, everything signed on point. If, if the first ten seconds signed on point from Guru, I know the rest of
0: that on point immaculate. So,
1: yeah. what,
0: what is it like working with him? Like, what's what's your most memorable uh, like story you got? I met
1: I met him one time. I met him one time at Soho House. He came to uh, Miami Soho House to do a. Um, it was like a a, a breakdown, a pro tool session breakdown of uh damn. What's his name? What's his name? He's I think it was either Marvin Gaye. It had to be Marvin Gaye, like a vocal breakdown of Marvin, uh, Marvin Gaye sessions and shit that he got from the from the actual records. And he found a way to put that into a computerized system so you could isolate certain things, make it acapella, take away the beat, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, damn, bro, this this nigga's really a genius, like a human artifact. Like, we got to take care of Guru at all costs. We try to protect that guy. Because he, I don't, I don't know, man, he's a genius. Boy, like a walker in history, but I ain't gonna
0: lie a lot of walking history, but.
1: Like anything we send to him, he's taking care of it, and he do it off the love too. So, yeah.
0: Oh, that's low. That's dope. Like you, you, said you kind of setting yourself up to win. Have you have you spoken? I'm trying way?
1: to align myself with everybody I need to align myself with. I I can already kind of see where this is going to head to, because I see with my brain work and I see my creating ability type shit. So it's just a matter of figuring out the league, man. I gotta figure out the league, figure out where the teams is at, who the coaches everywhere, who play the uh, who make the calls. And like that gatekeepers Yeah, figure that shit out but i'm trying to make it last for the next 7 to 20 years that's what i'm thinking
0: no nah, that's facts that's facts all right so what is that um because i think we spoke that I, I asked you did you have you have you spoken the whole before I mean, right? mm.
1: You oh you said you asked me yeah have you no I haven't not personally not personally it's yeah always do third party. I it always do third party always do third party like yo tell him keep going da 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 do bleak and shit because he'll get the call before anybody I ain't got his line nothing like that I would what I would not give me his line nah don't do
0: that no what what would be one question you would like to ask him so If you can get on the phone with him, what would be the one if you could prime example how they say dinner with Jay Z or the five hundred thousand dollars uh yeah. I'm taking five hundred why you taking five hundred. Cause if
1: I take the five hundred, I feel like he would talk to me. Like, damn, you made the smarter decision. Mm. Why, why would you skip out on the bread when he's just gonna tell you to do something that's gonna cost money? On oh, some real shit. On oh, some real shit. He's just gonna tell you a business venture that's gonna cost you money. You took. I mean, if you had the money, and I, I you know, what? I'm be honest with you, most people who are self sufficient like that don't want to just give away tools. They want to see you doing something first. Mm. So if you already start off. The bread up before you even got the bread. You already f- check up before you even got the check. He not gonna want f- you,
0: not even responsible with money.
1: You ain't even had the money, you f- it up. Nah, nah,
0: nah, that's smart. That's, real f- <laughs> that's, real f- that's smart. That's smart. smart. <laughs> but if you say if you say if you got the bread, what would be the one question you would want to ask him then? If you got to sit down, what would you ask him? How to start a liquor enterprise.
1: You got to do say premium Kanye. but I'm Mexican and black, so I got to do the tequila. I the tequila. Super, super, super heavy. You, Yeah, you feel me? Tequila. I gotta I do the tequila.
0: Shot tequila. What?
1: Like, what? What? How to start a liquor enterprise. I ain't gonna lie to you. I want to do, like, gold and silver uh, tequila and like that. It's like lime and lemon infused already on ice, already chilled. Like that. I'm gonna figure it out. So next time you
0: come up here, man, you just get some... Hopefully, you got you know a tequila, but I need some Ducé. They were supposed
1: to bring Ducé, man. Yeah, we, we got a, uh, a, a private uh, listening session, though, not too long ago. I think it's on the 8th, but it's in That's Chicago. Yeah, Ducé sponsor. So, pull up. I'm going to have to Ducé there for a fact. I'm going to come to do up. I'm going to come through. Yeah, we
0: pulling followers. up, man. I'm we're pulling up. Push. You too. You too. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I, and yo, whole bleak? Y'all, listening I would love to be a rock boy, you know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, Duce, put me uh, in line. Huh. I want the paper planes, See I want the do say, I'm trying to get in, where I fit in. You know what I'm saying? Let's put on for the Midwest, man. Let's do this aye, together. Aye, me and Broca do this together, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <me>? <laughs> but uh, last question, man. This is this. I know this ain't gonna be our last time chopping it up, but mm-hmm. I always ask artists the first time I talk on this. What is that moment? That Huey V is looking for when he know that he made it what does that look like what is that moment the
1: moment i always picture it as like when the song come on and i'm not even on the stage yet but i can hear every single word being saying already to the point where when i walk out into the crowd you can't even hear my voice over the sounds of the people singing your shit. that's the moment that i'm looking for when they like really break me down into tears like damn this really happy it really worked you really listening to it, you know what i'm saying because i'm really talking my life story now. but it's not necessarily about me anytime i make my songs i try to make it from a point of where you could learn something from it but not necessarily from like an all-knowing i'm trying to tell you how to live your life it's just always super corny to me i don't like preaching music i like listening to some music and hearing them make a mistake and telling you how he learned from his mistake and his thinking. Like, I got songs about, like, King's Law, 48 Laws of Power, and shit like that. That we probably won't hear for the next couple of years. Just because, like, it's not ready for who he be is necessarily yet.
0: But I've already lived it. So, I'm waiting for the world to catch up with it. All right, man. There y'all go, man. That's my brother right there. Huey V. man. I, y'all stay in tune with him, man. It's Cody Mack. What's the word? What's the word? And we out.
1: Yeah, yeah.